hello and welcome everyone This is English in the Pocket Podcast number 4 I am Tiagi Das Your host in this learning adventure Hello and welcome everyone! Today's podcast is all about traveling and moving on in many ways. I'd like to start by quoting a very wise person who once said Every day is a new day and you'll never be able to find happiness if you don't move on. Carry Underwood. Now, if Carrie is right, and I believe that she is under a certain perspective, moving on seems to be the most effective way to find happiness. For the sake of our discussion, I'd like to dive a little bit deeper on this moving on aspect that seems to be seen by many as the very one reliable stillness in life's ever-changeful dance. What a paradox. Moving on implies not dwelling on the same things or the same place for too long. And it also suggests that one doesn't get too attached to the same position, opinion, place or situation in life. widely accepted that when things get too rough and tough in life, we tend to react almost as an instinct, just simply to get out of that situation, whatever it may be. It's quite obvious that the most natural thing to do when someone is in an uncomfortable position is to move on change. If that weren't true, we could be risking to be known as masochists. Back to the moving on aspect, it's also often connected to feelings such as freedom, liberty, freshness, Clarity and spontaneity. Maybe just that sensation of the wind blowing against your face is enough to wash away your worries and concerns and feel free again beyond your stranded self. Once a Buddhist Lama told me that we actually didn't need much to be completely happy and free. But if we believed it, we did, we'd be better moving towards that reality. 
What other choice would you have? In that mindset, I went off. I didn't have many plans on how to actually do it, but the urge in me was so strong that I could no longer stand where I was. I had to move on. So there I went. I took the plane to Miami, where I was meant to meet a friend with whom I had already traveled in Brazil. But that's another story. The plan was to take his mom's Thunderbird, crossing west along 10 states all the way to Idaho Falls, which is on the far west upper corner of that country. Just a quick note for those unfamiliar to the term, Thunderbird is a car. It actually moves as a spacecraft on wheels, and it is by far the most impressive car that I have ever driven in all my life. We started in Miami, drove to Jacksonville, where my friend's brother lived. From there we took a left and cruised through Georgia, Alabama, Mississippi, Louisiana, Texas, New Mexico, Colorado, Utah, and finally reached From Idaho, I carried on by myself, hitchhiking. That's right, sticking my thumb up out to the road, sometimes holding a sign that just said west. I was going west, as far west that I could, to Oregon State. Oregon's redwood forests are considered one of the tallest and oldest trees on earth, just to the point that a car can actually drive through one of those. The highest ones can range from anything around 90 to 115 meters, and I tell you, the sensation of being next to a giant that big makes you feel quite small. From Oregon, I hit the road towards Arizona, which was another big surprise. I had just heard of it in the Far West movies, but I had no idea what the desert felt like. I remember staying at the Navajo Reservation, which was some 50 kilometers or so inland, a 
red-dusted oceanic landscape. The sun blazed down during the day, and the wind blew strong in the night. Desert has its magic and its mysteries. We once went camping at Sheeprock, which is a sacred site for the Navajo people, and is a dramatic 2,000-meter-plus rock mountain formation in New Mexico, near the border to Arizona. It was already dark when we arrived. We still had to find a place to pitch our tent and rest from the journey. As soon as our tent was up, we saw on the far distant horizon lights of a car approaching in a rather fast way. We got a bit anxious, but there was not much to do but wait and see what those people wanted. When they got closer enough, we could see a truck with a few indigenous young guys, quite big, driven by who seemed to be the father or uncle of them. young ones shouted out from the back of the van saying that we were in sacred Navajo land and we could not camp out there and if we really wanted to stay we would have to pay a hundred dollars per night. I was baffled that these guys were asking us money for something that was sacred to them. So as we got to speak a bit more I noticed that the driver the only real grown-up amongst them was quiet, as if leaving all the talk to be done by the young guys that were determined in asking us for money. As the conversation escalated towards only one possible end, I approached the driver inside the pickup and looked sincerely at his eyes. Putting my hand in my pocket, I got a small crystal quartz that I had brought from Brazil and said Look, I'm not giving you this from my pocket as much as I'm giving this from my heart straight from my land which is also very sacred to me. The man looked at the crystal stopped for a second and said something to the young guys in Navajo language which might have meant something like Mission's done, let us go home. So my friend shouted out friendly to the guys. Hey, do you know where we can get some firewood here in the desert? To which they replied, Get a beer and we will bring some firewood. Beer? So my friend agreed and off they went. A few minutes later, they came back carrying logs and sticks. So we sat down, lit the fire, and finally confessed. Sorry guys, but we haven't got any beer on us. But we did bring the guitar though. To which they smiled and chilled out. 
to some Brazilian tunes. If it wasn't for my self-discovery urge to move on until I found some satisfying answers, I would have never awakened the strength in me to even get out of my room, a place where I found the following quote to be particularly true. Loneliness is an integral part of traveling. I used to think it was a downside to traveling, but now I realize it's a necessary, educative part of it to be embraced. David Mitchell But I really want to finish with this one. If you think adventure is dangerous, try routine, it's little. By the wizard Paul Quinn. One, two, a one, two, three. One little, two little, three little Indians, four little, five little, six little Indians, seven little, eight little, nine little Indians, ten little Indian boys. Ten little, nine little, eight little Indians, seven little, six little, five little Indians, four little, three little, two little Indians, one little Indian boy. Now your turn, okay? There we go. One. Ten little Indian boys, ten little nine little eight 